You're listening to the shorter, digest version of the Hutton Orbital Radio Show, with the Hutton News, the Hot Pit Bit, Commander Flossie and her community goals, Galnet Digest and Buck Naked's Top Trucker. If you want the discussion section and the green room, there's also a longer version of this podcast available. Whichever you choose, do enjoy the show. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. It seemed a fairly ordinary Thursday night when Lou Snockers and his long-suffering wife Norma, two ordinary, healthy radio presenters, left for Hutton this late September evening to visit Dr. Cow, radio host and friend to both of them. It's true that there were dark matter clouds, heavy, black and pendulous, through which they were flying. It's also true that their asp was in need of some fuel, but they weren't going to let something like that spoil their evening now, were they? Our story tonight starts rather later in the evening, as Norma is lounging in the studio on her own. There's a knock at the door. Like that. Oh, is it that time already? Come in! It's me, ma'am, you. Is there? Is this where I find Normouth Knockers? I, well, I say, um, yes, it is. Come in, my dear boy. You'll catch your death standing there like that. For at the door, dressed in nothing more than a dicky bow, very tight briefs, and some mag boots, was standing a veritable Adonis of a human being holding a tray. Oh, my. Yes, it is I. I mean me. I mean I'm her. I've been sent by Wanda to bring you a little comfort. Wanda? Oh, Wanda! You mean that lady that runs a massage parlour on level two? Where should I put them? Oh, just right down there on the desk, where I can reach them. Where did Wanda find you? I'm transformed transportation trucker from Tranquility in Tacknator. I'm here to look after your every need. Wanda said you'd be terribly neglected and need a little comfort. Well, my initiative has been a little absent recently. Here, let me relax you. Oh! Just at that moment... The rest of the radio crew entered the studio without knocking, including Lou, Norma's long-suffering husband. Norma! Lou! Hugh! Hugh? Hugh? As the producer taps his watch and looks at the clock on the wall, a quick game of musical chairs ensues, which ends up with everyone except Loose Knockers comfortably cushioned in a studio chair. With nowhere else to sit, and worried about the looks Hugh's giving Norma, he promptly sits down on Hugh's lap, just in time to hear a voice say, Our mics are live. Good evening, truckers everywhere from Hutton Arbor Radio. This is the live show and we're just about ready. Joining us this evening, we appear to have 
Hang on. Hugh? Hugh, stop rubbing Flossie's feet like that. It's putting me right off. Jeez. Oh, Sorry, boss. What do you mean, boss? You did this. Well, not, not really. I just asked Wanda to send Norma a present. I didn't realise Mr. Rhinel here was going to pop up gift wrap like that. He can pop right off again. I quite like him. I bet you do, Oil, oiled up and muscly like that. Right, before we get a full-blown domestic in the studio, we've got Amelia. Uh, I'm staying out of this one. And Harry Balzac. Don't look at me. Did you say his name was Hugh Rydell? Poor lad. And, of course, some headlines. The mystery of the missing truckers. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. No panicking mannequin at Pinocchio Roadshow. Where have you been putting your fingers? It's the election inspection section. Atrius 5060's here for all the good it'll do us. Norma's paying attention, or rather, getting a lot of attention. Lou's around here somewhere. I'm sure he'll have something to say, but he's no you, Rhino. In recent months, Miss Leia Wolf of Hutton Orbital, may her ginger eyebrows never frown, has received an increasing number of missing person reports. With the recent absence of Commander Eric Buck naked, an investigative team was sent to try and find the wayward, wayward commander, trucker, him, him. They were just sending a team out to look for Buck. Uh, commanders even Star, Spike, Squibbo, Hobermallow, Zorlak, Rex Bottoms and Fletchers have all appeared on the Hutton Missons Persons Milk Carton Bulletin. And with the return of Buck Naked this week, we're hoping to pull the covers back on where they all are. There are rumours that one dastardly Don Antonacci, formerly of Vert's Progress at Move 359, has been on a kidnapping spree again, though no ransom has been demanded for their return. If you have any information as to the whereabouts of these truckers, have heard strange, terrible, tortured screams and maniacal laughs from the stations you visit, you might have accidentally found the planet of the forum moderators, or you might have just discovered where our stalwart truckers are being held captive. This is an all-truckers bulletin. If there's a do-wrong-wrong-doing or a tricky trucker trapping, taking filthy truckers captive, we want to know about it, and we would rather appreciate having them back. Our crack tactical weapons assault truckers, squad or twats for short, are on standby to break them out of whatever hole they've got themselves into. All we need is a location. Of course... They could all just be on their holidays and would appreciate us bursting into nudist camp slash Tupperware party slash relaxing spa month they've signed up for. But the apology officer is always on standby, just in case. More on the AWOL truckers soon. Brackets trademark, close brackets. 
Planning permission has been received by station authorities for an expansion to the Hutton's Games Room after exhausted Hutton truckers taken to parking their trucking and kicking back to enjoy some of the galaxy's finest the world entertainment in recent months. With commanders including our very own Flossie spending their time indulging in their fetish for pretending to be an orc and running around with a big chopper, and many others seen wandering the halls of Hutton calling each other scurvy dogs, as well as a nice group who like Chucky Egg, constantly arguing about whether there are 30 levels or 8 that get harder and harder, it's high time that the Hutton Games Room got a well-needed expansion. A bit like the galaxy, really. With a return to walking planetside a long way off to the potential releasing of mods into the wild and atmospheric landings summarily parked virtue of someone forgetting to consider heat shielding for re-entry in ship design, pilots have taken to virtual reality to explore the flora, fauna and potential for amusing crash landings. We'd like to remind commanders that playing Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes in station corridors is giving the security team palpitations and we're hoping that the extension means that you can keep your Jurassic Hollow World creations out of the station control centre. Friend Frederico is still recovering from the Ankylosaurus incident. Progenitor Leo Wolf is still insisting someone sweets under her bed for marauding dimetadrons. Concerns were raised recently when the Pilots' Federation seemed to have accidentally revealed that it is being run by Muppets. And what's more, these creations are definitely not for children. Whilst talking to Commander Jack Little in a live broadcast, the interviewer blatantly showed his little willy and spent most of the time either playing with his legs or leaving one of his hands stuck between them. However, he was given some stick for this. This willy is definitely not a role model for young people. He even spent time standing on the furniture, though he had to be given a hand up to manage that. This was no ordinary discussion. Subjects ranged from lurid descriptions of Willie's bedroom, an obsession with size and how easily he could remove his clothes, to frequent checks that Jack was a real boy and inquiries about getting hold of Jack's juicy content. At one point, the dastardly Don intervened but appeared to be giving Willie instructions about removing clothing when he commanded no robes on official channels. However, we think that Jack Little had this whole thing sewn up and he finished with a talk about a birthday party, his caretaker and a dumb waiter. This confused Willie, who had not expected to be taken to night school by moonlight with a monologue in mountain language, let alone one for the road. We don't think that this was a betrayal, better than silence like old times in the room. One of the galaxy's largest manufacturers of in-ship equipment, the mysteriously named Sawney Corporation, has baffled pilots this week as they announced that everyone has been mispronouncing the names of their controls. Apparently, the button marked with a small cross, or X, should be known as the KISS. This has created confusion in cockpits as people are no longer able to tell their co-pilots to deploy landing gear Instead, they have to say, give us a kiss, which, as you can imagine, can lead to more incidents where the pilot is distracted and where the insurance may refuse to pay out for a rebuy. The corporation has followed up on this bombshell with more corrections. 
what everyone has been calling or is apparently cave entrance snicker snicker square should be referred to as pink boy more snickering and triangle is in fact Australian for Jazzle. The company has refused to publish the official names for the left and right hand knobs. It's been a turbulent week for politics. The world of the Galactic Parliament, and yes, we know how wrong that sounds, has been rocked with claim, counterclaim and scandal. Poor homeless figures are being criticised for attempting to grab a few minutes sleep by lying down in the debating chamber. Speaker Jerkov has decided that it's time to retire to his previous job of looking after five-year-olds, as it'll be easier. And the caretaker has made things worse by locking the chamber doors and forgetting where he left the key, leaving politicians to wander about outside like a set of wild animals when the keeper has shut their cage for cleaning. However, none of these goings-on could overshadow the political underhandedness of the hotbox, hotbox, hotboss election campaign by placing extremist targeted advertising on social media. The leaders of the two main parties, the Mollusk Party and the Anti-Zeno Party, have sought to win the hearts and minds of the electorate by pandering to their prejudices and by exaggerating threats. Photographs of armed individuals and their partners to appeal to the widest audience the candidate post, posted two images, one with his wife and one with his dog, which were designed to make only the most paranoid feel in need of protection. We're seen alongside other images featuring crudely drawn slogans purportedly sent by mollusks, when we all know that they have trouble holding a pen in their pseudopods, let alone write the phrase, prorogation is normal. Scurrilous rumours started about potential candidates and the wearing of comfortable clothing despite them not having the legs for it marked what we thought was a low, low point in the campaign. But a tit-for-tat riposte moved the bar lower than any limbo dancer in their right mind would attempt and only Cecil would find its proximity to the ground in any way comforting. An attempt at late entry, luckily in the election this time, was made by the Shouty Looney Party, but after being shown images of egg boxes, um, or an egg eggs box, if you will, they made an early withdrawal, again, luckily, from the election this time. We here at Hudden Orbital Radio always attempt to deliver a balanced view of the news, even if some of the subjects are right bastards, and so we wish all of the candidates the best of luck, and I will now hand over the apology... Sorry, returning officer to announce the results. I, Mia Harkness, returning officer for the Van Manen Star constituency, declare that the total number of votes given to each candidate in the hotbox leadership election was as follows. Edward Elizabeth Girdler, Biowaste Farming Party, two votes. James Ripley Bishop Newt Hicks, who the funk nominated me party, zero votes, deposit lost. Daniel Tiberius Topham, the Oompa Loompa Six Party, two votes. Corey James Mint Vianetta Venezia, Ginger Beardly Gentleman of Marica Party, 15 votes. Therefore, I give public notice that Corey James Venezia 
is duly elected as the leader of Hotbox and representative for the Van Manen Star constituency. Good evening, truckers. Atris5060 reporting in with the latest intel from Canon Research on the Thargoid War. This week, well, quite frankly, I have no updates in the Thargoids. No idea where they are. No. Know what they're up to. Nobody. Don't know. Besides the occasional high prediction here and there. Oh, and Eagle Eye still broken. So that's it from me. For the mug. Phew, dear. I can't see my script. Your biceps appear to be in the way. Would you be a dear and read it for me? That will be all the performance enhancers. It will be my pleasure to assist my Hang on. The sheet is blank. It's on the other side. That's blank. Oh. Oh, bother. Well, Norma Snuckers has placed an order for some peeled grapes and a large glass of Centauri Megagin. They can be delivered right here. Pilots seeking to contribute to this initiative should bring them over as soon as they can. Be aware that going missing for weeks on end and not even calling to say you're okay and other disruptive events can negatively impact the credit you get for your actions. Wanda suggested I should give you these flowers. Oh, thank you, Hugh. What a sweetie. I suppose Lou's got something to say now. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the view. I mean, the grapes. Hang on a minute. Unhand my wife. Give me that bowl. And where were you hiding those flowers? I think it's working, you know. Just let me get this over with and I'll be right with you. Are you sure I can't keep him? He's really very ornamental and useful for opening things. No, you jolly well can't. Hugh, can you go and entertain Harry for a bit? It would be my pleasure. You seem to get a lot of that. Right. We're in boom pretty much across the board at the moment, so trading should be going well. No reports of any unpleasant happenings, unlike in the studio. So the aim is to give a little nudge, not like that, Norma. Running missions, ferrying passengers and trading, but only in systems under 50%. Anything over 50%, please leave alone. The only cause for concern, well, apart from whatever Hugh's doing to Harry, is um, LP245-10, which is over 60% and could do with dropping a little. Therefore, in that system, please work against HOT, preferably for the LP45-10 Crimson Gang. If you really want some pube fun and there are no Thargoids to shoot, stay in LP245-10 and help the LP245-10 Dynamic Limited to win their civil war. Unless there's an oiled, muscly pilot you fancy having a shot or two at. Anyway... I'd suggest getting out of systems and working on whatever you need to do to prepare your ships for the 80 days event. King Hanky has delegated the task of giving me the hot call update to Major General Noctivagus this week. 
unfortunately due to a lack of attention on Hanky's part and to not cons- inconsiderable levels of cider consumption on the part of Nocti himself, this has resulted in a commander who is a significant distance, tens of thousands of light years distance in fact, from Colonia trying to work out what is going on. The best information we have is that all normal duties should be effective. There are reports of a boom in Doriso with an outbreak incoming, so that's the place to make cash. Nothing is happening in Tier, so you can have a fun there if you like. And we're not looking to expand straight into a war, so please leave EL Procol Centauri alone where possible. somewhere to sell Centauri Mega Gin? Sign up now for a complicated website and receive free Mongoose toy! Me and my mate Winard have been using it for days and made an extra 200 credits! Join up now! Complex! Incoming message from Hackscom. Okay, Hackswing, we're on week six of Tharg's mega extended summer holiday, but something in my bones tells me this could be the last week off. I have a gut feeling that something is going to happen next week. Might even be Tharg doesn't wait for the usual Tharg's Day engagement, but launches something on Wednesday or even as early as Tuesday. I mean, Tharg has to run out of sunscreen and podsicles at some point. In the meantime, continue with your usual activities. If you have a spare day or three to haul repair supplies, Operation Ida's current target is Pelt's Orbital in Gorongathi. 
If you're really itching for a bug fight, you can always find them in the Pleiades and Witchhead Sector systems. Remember that threats 3 and 4 are smaller scout fights, and threats 5 and above will have interceptors, high numbers of scouts, or both. Stay alert, keep your AX guns clean and loaded, watch the signal sources, and always be ready to defend the mug. And AXCOM transmission. Defend the mug. I say, old chap, isn't it early to be drinking? Centauri Megagin, don't mind if I do. Oh, bugger, I appear to have dropped my cocktail stick. Centauri Megagin, for the gentleman in you. When the universe is in trouble Bug infestations in the bubble Your home stations burn rubble What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should listen to what Flossie says Yes, sorry, Flossie here uh, There are no CGs due for the rest of September The next Interstellar initiative is due to be announced after the September update so next CGs will probably be in October as part of the Interstellar Initiative. So I've got nothing to do. I'm at a loose end. Well, if there's anything to be done, I'm your transformed trucker, dear lady. Come here and be mine. Lou's no good for you. He doesn't have my physique. He doesn't have my stamina. And he hasn't been on his biceps all day like I have. Let me squeeze you. Oh, I slipped right out. Oh dear, I have two warm spoons. Let me assist you, ma'am. Oh, yes. I'm off down the pub. Flossie told you what to do. As a child, did you dream of exploring the Milky Way? Make your dreams into reality now and join the first great expedition. to 
Digest, 12th of September, 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, revealingly content to have content revealed. AXI expels Aegis. Kai retires over a chinless snub. EIC shrugs as the code celebrates largest heist ever. Revealingly content to have content revealed. Commanders Flanagan and Adam of the Pilots' Federation have previewed the new driving test to be undertaken by all prospective new commanders from Wednesday next week in a top-secret Holovid broadcast on a secret channel. Examiner Theo Arcosta will assess each new pilot in their skills undertaking a number of simple tasks, raising fears of congestion just outside the toast rack at Mawson Dock, where pilots will be asked to stop to perform roll, yaw and pitch manoeuvres. There's also a pretty nifty race course using hoops, a bit of shooting at defenceless ships and auto-docking at Rabbit Station, at which point successful pilots will be granted membership of the Pilots' Federation with the title Commander. And then they can start waiting for fleet carriers like the rest of us. AXI expels Aegis. Aegis Research, the one-time standard-bearers of the anti-Xeno movement, has been booted out of the Pleiades. Originally created through the cooperation of the three major powers, Empire, Federation and Alliance, to oppose the growing Thargoid threat in the Pleiades, Aegis lost a lot of credibility when it beat a hasty retreat after being confronted by actual alien ships and when it called upon independent pilots to fight the Thargoids on Aegis's behalf. Independent pilots, represented by the AXI initiative, paused briefly in their work of expelling the Thargoids from the Pleiades to also expel Aegis Research. Without the Thargoids, and without Aegis Research, and without Mad Professor Palin, the Pleiades can proudly claim to be a safer, happier place. Kai retires over chinless snob. Dr. Kai, the joint organiser of the Distant Worlds 3302 and Distant Worlds 2 3305 expeditions, has announced his retirement following disappointing news from the Galactic Records Authority. The Chinless Book of Records has denied the Distant Worlds 2 expedition the record for the highest number of commanders simultaneously crossing the galaxy, over a technicality about how the fleet member names were recorded. 
Apparently, for the record to count, the names should have been recorded in HIP Protosquid ink on triple scotched leathery egg vellum using a quill pen fashioned from a Thargoid's tail feather. With the benefit of a few months to recover, Dr. Kai now recalls the more than 10,000 strong Distant Worlds 2 expedition as a positive, epic, amazing experience but nonetheless thinks he'd rather retire than organise another expedition on that scale. Fleetcom is already on the lookout for their next victim. EIC shrugs as the code celebrates largest heist ever. The East India Company has denied that its trading post activities will be impacted by what the code claims to have been the largest heist in history. Having planted a spy in the midst of the EIC, that spy is reported to have stolen several EIC Type 9 cargo vessels full of rare goods. The code posted a holovid showing cargo being transferred between ships. According to the code, this amounted to 60% of the East India Company's holdings. The code also posted a ransom demand for the return of the purloined goods. The EIC responded by pointing out that around one-third of the code's alleged haul belonged to the code's own spy, so he was stealing from himself. It also claimed that the total haul was very much less than 60% of the EIC's total stock of goods, and that they expected very limited impact on their ability to trade rare goods, with grind-diverse commanders mysteriously needing quantities of Kamitra cigars or Lavian brandy. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits, but what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lakon Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lakon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Fly all over the space Point to two lightning 
is crossed at a hell of a pace. Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face. Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker. there truckers this old buck naked spokesman for lacon spaceways finally escaped and returned to hutton orbital for this week's hutton top trucker how do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the milky way why we install this little piece of software called the hutton helper in your spaceship if you ain't already got it installed then you can install it yourself relatively pain-free by going to the website hot.forthemug.com Almost as pain-free as being subjected to an entire box set of Hayden Christensen movies. I swear my pinky toe could give a more convincing performance as Anakin Skywalker. And I weren't the only one. There were other truckers held captive in that room, too. We was fed stale pasta and heard mutterings and laughter in some shifty Sicilian accent from behind the door. Well, old Buck don't stay captive too long. I won't go into detail, but that stale pasta was our way out. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Antares Fusion has the lead with a tad over 108,500 light years jump. Well, he ain't so much a rabbit as maybe an ornery bull, but he did it anyways. The leader in destroying up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Mazar Curran with 40.8 million credits earned and accounted for. I could swear I heard his name being sullied by those shifty Sicilian accents. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander One Cat, who earned 2,466 mission points. You'll see later, he's a busy little beaver. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker oughta, Commander Montgomery Python transported and sold right at 95,000 tons this week. Keep on trucking there, Commander. Driving the Hutton high-speed rail this week, Commander One Cat hauled 1,583 passengers around the galaxy. That's two mentions for this cat this week. Great job there, Commander. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of September is held by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour and 24 minutes even. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. 
with only ships in the galaxy what come with a book of bad jokes you can read on the trip out to Hutton. Speaking of which, a nurse finds a rectal thermometer in her pocket and thinks to herself, some asshole has my pen. Why is Poundland so expensive? <laughs> Good night, everyone. Grant has to go <laughs> yeah. and be with the person he loves most in the world. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Good night, all. Let's <laughs> keep it right. We'll catch Bye. you next week. Half past seven, same place, same time. Probably. Half past seven, you seven. Half past eight. Half past eight, I'm kid. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, God, here's that song. Oh, what?